Ladies and gentlemen and in-betweeners, I'm your host, Alexander Rodriguez, here for On The Rocks Radio Show, where celebrities and cocktails mix tonight. Don't you wish your radio show was sexy like mine? I bet you get that all the time, right? It's like, oh, the, how original. <laughs> but we do have original Pussycat doll and recording uh, artist Jessica Sutter is here. Yay. So sexy in real life, by the way. Like, you see pictures and everything. Sexy. That's for you, Kurt. Yes, okay. He's like, oh, a straight person. Uh, we also have uh, MTV's Ex on the Beach's bad boy and model, Murray Swanby, is here to explain his actions uh, with my guest co-host, big brother, top three finalist, and power lifter, JC Monduix is here, and me, your favorite hoi uh, hoist host with the deepest voice. <laughs> so raise a glass and let the games begin. <laughs> and most poor suckers are starving to death. I'd like to propose a toast. This is On The Rocks with Alexander, coming at you live, where I drink with your favorite celebrities as we talk about fashion, entertainment, pop culture, reality TV, and, well, that's about it. So pop a cork, lean back, and raise a glass to On The Rocks. Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. Oh, Lord, it's going to be a bumpy night. Bunsen Bells and pantyhose, this is On The Rocks, where we're too glam to give a damn. If there was a diet called holding a grudge, I'd actually stick to it. <laughs> I actually came up with that on my own this week. Lord help us, summer is coming. I'm not even body ready for summer in 2049. Like, I'm just uh, behind the times. Uh, thank you to our sober listeners for joining us today. Uh, we love you. Thank you for holding our hair back and driving us home. Drunk texting is literally the only sport I'm good at, for which I've won awards, if you call community service an award. <laughs> I have plenty. Uh, hello to our listeners around the nation on iHeartRadio, United Broadcasting Network, Player FM, Stitcher, TuneIn, Satchel, iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. Of course, we are on Facebook Live right now on Trendy Now in San Diego, True FM in Ohio, and on the West Coast on GED Magazine, Gay Entertainment Directory, the largest LGBT print and online magazine on the West Coast, and nationally on Bear World Magazine. Uh, check out my <laughs> movie news every week on Bear World Magazine. Now with video, this week I chat about Ben Affleck. Why are we still talking about him? He's having some issues in the entertainment world, but he's in the news like every single week. He complained this week because he said that they haven't called him back for the Jay and Silent Bob reboot. They called uh, Jason Biggs and uh, James Vanderbeek. And I'm like, if uh, Jason Biggs and James Vanderbeek have more star power than you, girl, you're in trouble. <laughs> Sorry, Ben. Uh, this show is brought to you in media partnership with Here TV. Here TV reaches millions of viewers each month and has produced Academy Award-winning films. In addition to receiving three Daytime Emmy Award nominations, Here TV features the largest LGBTQ library, featuring hundreds of hours of content and us. Uh, On the Rocks now appears on Amazon Prime, Facebook Watch, HereTV.com, and Here TV app. Whoop, whoop. Uh, in fact, uh, I think, Murray, your first episode with us was the first one that was on Amazon Prime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then I got messages. <coughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yes. Uh, our website <laughs> has been updated. looks gorgeous, where you can watch and listen to all of our episodes on therocksradioshow.com. My mom, Mama Rose, is in the chat room on ubngo.com and Facebook. Ask her your question. She'll answer it. If it's a burning question, she'll text it to me right here. Please keep her busy. She's next to the vodka, and I don't need her drunk setting me up on match.com again. Last time she set me up with an 82-year-old coffee maker named Juan Diego. <laughs> How'd that go? Uh, we're still dating. <laughs> Very well. Uh, hello to our engineer, Kurt. Are you excited? Very excited, yes. Yes, we have Jessica Sutton. Oh, so sexy. Uh, Kurt, do you have a pun for us? I, I always have a pun for you. Yeah, so you're so punny. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse uh, me. Yes. So you are excused. I yeah. know what's going to happen. Okay, so, go ahead. So the past, present, and future walk into a bar. Mm. Yeah, it was pretty intense. Uh. 
That was really what? bad for her. That was so bad. <laughs> that was worse than the, like your usual bad. You're oh. welcome. Yeah. Hmm. Thanks, Kurt. I'm sorry, Jessica. I didn't want to hear okay, like your episode to be this way. <laughs> like us on Twitter and Instagram at On The Rocks On Air. Facebook, On The Rocks Radio Show. Send me an email. Book me for a wedding, funeral, quinceanera, bris. I don't care. I will show up. Info at ontherocksradioshow.com. Want to join me on the road? There's plenty of opportunities. This Saturday, March 30th, I will be MC for Cathedral City LGBT Days in the afternoon for the entertainment block of the day with our very own Jessica Sada. And Ada Fox from American Idol, come out and join us. Uh, it's for free. It's going to be a lot of fun, and it's their fifth annual. And I heard that gets a lot of fun. And yeah. we're going to be backstage together. Oh, we're going to have so wait. much fun. Selfies. Awesome. Uh, go to <laughs> CathedralCityLGBTDays.com for more information. Also, this Friday, I'll be on 106.5 in Palm Springs from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Who booked that? Uh, chatting with host John Taylor about entertainment and that night's uh, block party in Cathedral City. Six in the morning. I've done it before. I just didn't go to bed the night before. <laughs> Listen in because I said interesting things last time. Uh, <laughs> Thursday, April 27th, uh, I returned to Santa Ana College for their second annual Drag Education. Fun evening of drag history, performances, Q&As. Tickets are only $10. Sold out last year for their very first event. Uh, so buy your tickets early or sneak backstage <clears throat> with some vodka. <laughs> so in my writer is literally vodka. And they had this small little bottle when I showed up last year. Come on, get it together. Uh, head to sac.edu, communication for more info. Also, very excited to announce Saturday, May 18th from 11 to 4 at West Hollywood Park in West Hollywood. I will serve as MC for Vanderpump Dog World Dog Day with all the Bravo liberties that you can shake a stick at, including being on stage and playing host to the dog competition with the cast of Vanderpump Rules and Lisa Vanderpump herself, which they're filming for Vanderpump Rules. Uh, it's the third day of filming, so there's going to be a lot of drama, and I'm really excited. Uh, also, that night, I returned to Long Beach's uh, Pride's hottest party overboard for my third year. Last year, I co-hosted with Andrew Christian and Real Housewives of Orange County, Peggy Sulahan. This year, I'm hosting with uh, RuPaul's Raja and Adult Entertainer of the Year, Wesley Woods. Go to overboardlbc.com to get your early bird tickets. Also, last but not least, I know we're going to get to it. Gay Wine Weekend is a three-day celebration of food, wine, and the ambiance of wine country. I feel like I have to be fancier when I say that. <laughs> uh, there's uh, a big drag queen brunch on that Sunday that I am emceeing. Also, Twilight Dances, winery tours. So join us in Sonoma, July 18th to uh, 21st. And I'm telling you early, so you get your tickets, make your travel plans so you don't spend all your money during Pride season before. Get all the details at gaywineweekend.com. Okay, let me introduce my bestie for tonight, JC Mondweeks. Making his return, he's small-sized, but a big firecracker from sexy Miami, where he graduated college. He's pretty smart, earning an international business degree and a minor in international relations. I can barely even say that, much less having studied it. I took, I took theater performance in college. <laughs> I coasted through college. I was like, woo. Okay, uh, JC comes from an overtop Hispanic family that encouraged him to let nothing stop him and to pursue his goals. Although he has a small package, he packs a powerful punch with his sexy muscles and holds four national records in powerlifting. He's a certified personal trainer in addition to his career as a model and also appearing in a lot of videos, music videos lately, by the way. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, he danced uh, for a company where he got to literally travel the world uh, before he moved to LA. Um, and then he got 
certified as a pharmacy technician. Do you, can you still write? Like, can you still help me out? Oh, yeah, let's talk about after this. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> vitamins, sweetie, vitamins. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, he worked as an event planner until his life took a drastic change. Uh, and we know he got part to be uh, part of the TV show Big Brother season 20 just last year, uh, where he made it to the top three. Uh, only time he's been a top. And the rest is history. <laughs> bop, bop. Is that true? Water. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, water is good. Water is very good I mean, for you, I mean sweetie. Water, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, JC has arrived at giving Hollywood and the rest of the world all he has to offer. He's spreading around. Please welcome back as my co host, who's going to help me out tonight, JC Mondoites. Yay. So I have to say, it was such a pleasure to get to, to, to know you when you made your first appearance here. The listeners loved you. They loved hearing the story behind because, you know, we only got to see so much and we know reality TV. And I know, Jessica, you even had a, had a little taste of reality TV yeah, as well, mm -hmm. whether you wanted to or not. Uh, <laughs> That's what true. Yeah. Like, Robin Anton, what are you doing? Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, but to get to know the person behind, because the way that they edit, the way that they want you to play certain characters, and then you're kind of in a competition on Big Brother, people loved your positivity um, and everything that you've been up to. And I, I've recently started stalking you on all your Instagram stories, and you really are a positive person. Like, it's not just, you know, for the show. Um, yeah. What is your daily, like, when you wake up, what is, like, your daily mantra that gets you ready for, like, a positive day? Ugh, first of all, I, I, when I wake up, the first thing I do is thinking about waking up and leaving my bed because it's so hard. <laughs> but, <laughs> Tell yeah. me about it. <laughs> no, but uh, really, like, I don't know. Like, I, I, I haven't had, like, the best life ever. So sometimes, like, when we work um, and we make things happen for ourselves, then we just use that. I don't even know if this makes sense. It's just how I use it. We use that to, like, I don't know, like, hey, if I did this and I see the results, that means I can do something else and see more results. So you know what I'm saying? If so anything that, that you put effort, yeah, right. like... If it was that easy, we'd all be doing it, Chasey. <laughs> mm. No. No, but you are very, uh, you are very strong-willed. So do you do your workouts in the beginning of the day, middle of the day? Like, when do you, because you're I always try, working out. I try, I try to go first thing when I wake up before doing anything. If I have, I don't know, an interview at one, or if I have to film something, I try to go before, at least two, three hours before, and then I, I continue my day. Because by the end of the day, I take a shot or something, and then I just want to go home and sleep, so it's just not going to happen. If I don't do it at the beginning of the day, it's just not going to happen. So, yeah. <laughs> Who are you telling? <laughs> I've been the gym since 1984. Uh, <laughs> now, I have to ask you, and I got this question. When you get the key to Big Brother, when you find out you're going to be on Big Brother, they're filming you already. They, you know you're going to get the key, right? Mm, not really. I'm actually not supposed to talk about this, but I'm going to talk about it. Okay, good. And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they actually, like, make you clean clear up your whole week there because they want to like film a little bit more interest with you whatever blah blah and then out of nothing they they ask you for your phone and they're like okay put your phone over here and we're gonna film this and you just have to come here and pick up this or whatever and then i gave them my phone at that moment without texting my mom my friends nothing oh and so then, you give it up at that point yeah yeah oh. but i didn't know that i thought i was gonna get it back so, and then I went, it was in a gym, it was in a private gym right here in WeHo. So, um, so I, 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 I grabbed the, the weights and the key was under it. So that was real. I was like, what is this? I was not but expecting you have to key. have an idea. If they're, they're filming, they're not filming to tell you you didn't make it. Well, Pretty sad. well uh, this happens a lot in the reality and the reality world that people literally go through the whole process. And just at the end, they cut them off. Oh, no, like I it's can't. water. 
No. So, yeah. I just said sad. I know, I know. So it really doesn't mean anything. We could have just filmed that, and if they understood that I was just not the right fit for that show, they could have just like, I mean, you could be an alternate, or you can just go home. And it happens so often. So yeah, like you really never know, never know for sure. So yeah. Now, when you left the house after being there for 90 days... 99. 99, 99 days. Wait, 99 with a content sequence of 100-something, 100 114. Oh, forget it. That's insane. Like, that plays with your mind. I know. I still have PTSD just talking about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, what did you do the, your first day of freedom? What, what was your day like? I literally... Cannot say this. Oh, oh. Let's oh. say this. You have to check all your grinder messages. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm a good boy. I don't have grinder. But this is the thing. Is that true, JC? It is. True. Sorry to our listeners. <laughs> so I uh, no, I so my friend came all the way from Florida to visit me, and let's just say that I asked for a lot of melatonin. You know what melatonin is? It helps you sleep. Yeah. So I just grabbed all that melatonin. I started taking it, and I I was out for like forty hours. It's just all I wanted to do. Just be out private with no cameras on my face, nothing. So that's that's what I did. I slept, slept. I didn't go to uh, CBS parties, after parties, meet and greets. I don't didn't give three dams about it. I just stayed in the hotel and slept for like forty hours. We had no cameras on my face for first time in four months. So yeah. Yeah, I I think that that's that's probably what I do because you would have like all of that adrenaline. You would you would need to shut down. Plus private time. Like as like loud as I am, I need my private time. Yeah. I need my judge duty and like guilty pleasure food every night. Like that's what I need. No, is even 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 small little things like just getting naked to go and shower. Oh, uh, girl, just, we saw you get naked yeah. everywhere. Not really. Um, Shut up. Mm -hmm. Anyways. <laughs> uh, Lori says hello. Hey, Lori. She's uh, from across the pond, actually. You're supposed to be going to band. Uh, Clarence, hello, Clarence. Krista uh, Hudak Coder says, yay, Marie. I'm not supposed to say yay, Marie. Uh, see, I'm not breathing right for yeah, my diaphragm. Breathing. Yeah, breathing. Yeah, yes. Mm, yes. Mm. <laughs> no, it's funny, you know, reality TV, because when you guys did the Pussycat mm -hmm. doll, um, it was like to find the new Pussycat right. doll, but you guys didn't need anybody else. It was like, uh, okay. Yeah. But the girl, like, only got to perform once or something? Yeah, she performed once with us, and then that was it. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine her? She was like, ah, I'm a Pussycat doll. You're like, no, you're not. There, there you go. <laughs> she decided to leave, but yeah. Uh, oh. Yeah. Ooh. I think that would have to be fierce, though, to have, like, a yeah. team that's been together for so many years, mm -hmm. and then <laughs> to be like, I'm the new girl, and then everybody's like, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> um, Now, how do you deal with, like, the after, the bubble, like, we're getting ready for the next season of Big Brother, you know, there's the bubble where you're, like, the focus of it all, and then all of the press, and all of that, and now it's like, okay, back to reality. How do you deal with that level of... Um, you know, attention and even that level of performance mode. It's just crazy. I'm still getting used to it, even though it's been like five months. I just came back from San Diego. I'm very hungover right now, by the way. And cheers to that. <laughs> and um, <laughs> Lucky you, San Diego. I can imagine what you left behind. So yeah, in San Diego, we had, we had a line. We had like a two blocks line just to take pictures with us. People go crazy, go on top of you, and then CBS interviews. It doesn't stop. It's just a, like a non-stop thingy that we really weren't used to it. But the first week was fun. The second week was, like, okay, this is still fun. The third week is like, yeah. And yeah, like it was, it was, it's still like sometimes I really need like a lot of time to myself. Like I, I try not to leave the house. I have mates now, so I don't go in the supermarket and I don't have like crazy lady, oh no, crazy lady, like amazing fans nice screaming, yay! Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, like fans can be something like, I know Jessica, you've had fans that just like wait outside the hotel over and over. For it's days, like, yeah. What do they want? They want a hug. 
around the neck really tight. <laughs> Ooh, see, that would freak me out. Yeah, someone did that to me many times. She would sit, you know, stay outside the hotel and like hug me around my neck when she'd see me. And it she was trying awkward. to like suck your essence, or like I what did she want so. from you? <laughs> like, so. did she want to like hang out and like grab coffee? Or I, I don't know. I don't know what she wanted, but she was a big fan. So I hate when she people try to kiss your face, like. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. Oh, I'll hug you. Like everything's great. We'll take a picture, but just don't kiss my like. Oh. Don't kiss my face. Just well, if they kiss my face, that's a conversation. Happen. Like yeah. before you just try to like. See, but that's like that's really intense. You know, so people are like, oh, I'll have sex with you, but we can't kiss. Like what? But like this is a very <laughs> private area. You, yeah. Who says that to you? <laughs> <laughs> my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> people kiss me on the face. They walk away with like half my color. It's like <laughs> I'm not Latino. I'm lying. <laughs> um, but and like Murray, your fans—they love you and they hate you all in one like message to yeah, you. Yeah, it's great. But you're out in the public a lot. You're always out in West Hollywood. People know exactly where you're going to be that yeah. night. Isn't that dangerous a, a little bit? And I'm very like prevalent on my social media, like Snapchats and like all that kind of stuff. So yeah. you kind of it, like it wouldn't be hard to stalk me. Which please don't stalk me. But <laughs> but I mean I have had people that go like that extreme route. And I don't know, it's, it's hard, it's a fine line between do you not want to post any of your personal life or do you want to be able to post and have people like get a glimpse into like the, the, life. the innocent life mm -hmm. of you, like mm -hmm. the, not, the, the not glamorous side where you're just like at the gym and like sweaty and gross. Oh yes, like, you look awful when you're at the gym all sweaty <laughs> and gross. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen you post like, I look like crap, even when you're like, I have a cold. <laughs> like that's what you do, Murray. Oh my God, I already saw that. I already saw that. Last week, did, didn't you have a cold? I did. Like last I week, feel actually, awful. Right. It's like Blanche Devereaux. I, like, I put a sick face over my head so you couldn't see my face. You could just see my body, and my body was snatched because yeah. I was like sick. <laughs> God, I hate skinny people so much. <laughs> Gay straight in between. I love you, skinny. Mm, we have to talk. <laughs> Um, but uh, and how how many hours do you spend? I know you're not as active on social media. I'm not because I was trying to tag you. I'm like, tag me back, girl. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm with, with the era of like no social media. With the pussycats, all were big. We didn't have s Twitter or Facebook or anything. How crazy is that? And I wonder how the dynamic. Because I know the story on the street is that you guys actually got along. It was a yeah. professional relationship. There wasn't too much diva behavior. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. There has to be a little. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean I boring know. without it. You get that many people together yeah. as performers. There's gonna be some diva uh, issues, but um, I wonder if social media was as prevalent when it, you guys first started. If you guys would have been and so And thank close. God, because we partied hard and we had a great time, and we were so lucky we didn't have cameras and stuff. But it adds a different element. It's like, oh, you have how many more followers than I do? Oh, you know, I need oh, to stab yeah. my opinion, and it adds a different dynamic. It does. It's like your own reality TV show that you have to be. One hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. It's it's difficult, especially in relationships. I feel like social media is bad. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. Know? Oh, that person liked your picture. What's up with that? Right. You know, or you get messages from Instagram that you can't yeah. uh, you can't <laughs> c control. But but how many hours do you spend on on social media per week? I I, I time myself. I'm going the morning, the morning thingy. If I'm really sad, so I'm like, I'm, I try to give like a positive message to everyone. Happy Friday, you guys are gonna kick it today. You know, happy Monday, whatever. But then and then I know like I'm gonna go to my gym, do my stuff. And then I will do like another pause or something. Like yeah. I time it. It's because I have to like keep it up because of, you know, like work and stuff. Yeah. So like, that's what I literally time it. It's like a job. Yeah. Really is. And you're so lucky. And you're so lucky because that the fact that you got to experiment what was like the fame world when we didn't have social media yeah. and all this like craziness. Yeah. And me. Like, because 
is good in one side, but it's bad in another one. Because I'm telling you, it goes all the extreme to like dead threats and everything. I I had the threats from my show. Yeah. This is a crazy thing. Well, you so, also you scary. your behavior was a little questionable. I was sometimes. freaking amazing. <laughs> you freaking welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, <laughs> but yeah, but he's right. You got to build your fan base without having to, to mm -hmm, do that. Mm -hmm. I know people that have to post six times a day because they're trying to build their followers. They're right. trying to have their single, uh, you know, listen to or out there. And you you have that that base. Murray, how many hours? Uh, I've actually been slacking off lately since right before I started X on the Beach. I just kind of like reeled it back a little bit. I was like, I can't be posting every minute of every day. So I like. Try to at least post a couple times a day so people know I didn't die. Yeah. And it's like, usually not, a, I should be better about videos actually because I think they're cute. But, um, you know, I just try to like. Wait, you think you're cute? I'm what? Like, you know, I'm just, just going to do a picture for like half a second. Um, just so everybody knows I'm alive. And then I like go about my day. But my day is pretty routine. Like I go to the gym every day and then I go home and chill and I like make lunch and I make dinner or whatever. So my, there's nothing too crazy in my life until it turns to nightlife. And like every night I'm usually out and here yeah. about and then doing those things. So I try to post that kind of stuff. But um, I don't post as much as my day-to-day -day life as I used to because of uh, just bad, yeah, bad interactions or like some crazy people that have been along the way. But um, I try to still be a little bit there so people still know that I'm like doing things and how to follow me. But um, no, it's no. weird. It's a fine line and yeah, you never really know how to do it. There has to be it. some privacy, I feel like. Yeah. My fans want me to post more and I and I do for them, but I like to have my private life. Yeah. Well, and what I really like about you, Jessica, is all during your career, you have been so professional in the way that you talk about certain issues w with your life, uh, you know, from, from sobriety to, to breaking away from pussycat dolls. There's this level of professionalism that, that you have and I think oh. that that's, that's the image that you also have on your social media and, really? and all that. So, I mean, I, I love that. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah. Uh, and plus, like, when we really think about it, like, nobody's life is that exciting for the whole day. Like, yeah. we'll, have, we'll have events during the day or whatever, but the rest of it is like, you know, I went to Subway. <laughs> <laughs> Every like, day in my yeah. life. Yeah, and I got, I got two footlongs <coughs> for the family back at home. $3.99. Okay. <laughs> uh, let me formally introduce our guest tonight, since we've all been talking anyway. Uh, Jessica Sutterson's bursting on the global pop scene with the Pussycat Dolls and earning two multi-platinum albums and multi-top ten singles. Jessica has built a reputation as an individual fan favorite and a glamour icon. You just need to look at her gorgeous pictures. Aww. She has never taken a bad picture in That's her life. not true. <laughs> that we've seen. That we've seen. Um, and what I love is that your look changes so dramatically in what the message that you're... Uh, it's, it's just... Uh, I love it. Uh, the leap from Pussycat Doll to solo artist with Show Me on Hollywood Records earned Jessica a number one on Billboard's infamous dance chart along with the countless high-profile shows and appearances uh, year after year. And uh, that was Nasetta's first number one single in the solo spotlight. Uh, she was the first Pussycat doll to top the Billboard dance chart as a solo artist. Sorry about it. <laughs> right? Uh, with her other chart toppers, such as number one club track, Make It Last, with hit producer, remixer David Ade, the number one dance singles track, White Lies, produced by Paul Van Dyke, Distortion, per, uh, produced by The Code, hit number one on Billboard's Hot Dance Club play chart. Uh, look out for her new uh, single release, Our Song. Yeah, our song comes on. Oh, our song comes on, and when it comes on, it's all going to go on. Yeah. Uh, this spring, featuring uh, DJ Mark Stout on Diamond Music, uh, her new single leads up uh, to additional releases coming up and collaborations in 2019. Stay tuned. Stay More tuned. Jessica. Welcome to On the Rocks for your first Thank time. You. This is so oh, I like that applause. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, also coming back to us, Marie Swanby, uh, an established reality TV persona personality, globally published underwear and swimwear model, uh, and social media powerhouse that's never afraid to show some skin, a lot of skin, uh, and speak his mind. <laughs> yes, we know. Uh, best known for his rising career in L.A. nightlife as a promoter at the world-famous Abbey West Hollywood <laughs> that I give half my paycheck every night. <laughs> uh, Marie stole the show and captivated viewers with his personality and so much drama as a breakout star in What Happens at the Abbey. So hot for TV, they canceled it after season one. <laughs> <laughs> That's how hot it was. No, literally, everybody would fast oh forward to your I parts. I live for you. I live for you. Right? Because yeah. everybody would fast forward to your parts, and the rest of it was like... <laughs> Snooze fest. Where are they now? We should do a where are they now? Probably at the Abbey. I love all of them. That's all I'm going to say. We had Kyle on the show. I love Kyle. Mm -hmm. I think he's at Subway down the street. Murray's <laughs> um, face and body are highly recognizable with his large social media fan base, recurring modeling with prominent LGBT-driven uh, underwear brands, Andrew Christian, friend of the show, and Marco Marco, who was just on a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Murray has traveled globally hosting and producing events in nightlife and appeared in a documentary titled Stud Liberty. I was supposed to be in it. Uh, no. Growing, <laughs> following growing male social media influence, uh, most recently uh, he returned to his natural home on reality TV, uh, showing more skin, having fun, and finding love. Pineapple says no. Uh, and drama is a celebrity <laughs> cast member on MTV's break, uh, breakout hit sensation X on the Beach, uh, which broadcast, uh, broadcast part one of the reunion this Thursday. Girl, Corey Z was texting me from the reunion I'm taping. sure she was, girl. Mm -hmm. uh, please welcome back Marie Swanby. Thanks. So what I love about the show is that every week we get to talk to such different personalities from mm -hmm. entertainment from such different walks of life and the way that we do our business, the way that our fans are. So I love to know what kind of kids were you were you guys? Like class clown? Like I know you took dance at a super, yeah, super early age. I love to dance. I would dance all the time. I was a class clown and I was also really shy. Really? Yeah, I'm really shy. I'm not on stage. No, definitely not on stage. Yeah, that's why I used to drink. It used to, like, you know, make me not shy. Uh, liquid courage. Liquid until, courage. Until, until, <laughs> like, then you have to be shy in front of the judge. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Guilty. Um, but that's funny. So uh, you were out always, like, on stage. Like, the minute you hit stage, didn't mm. you start dancing, like, at Since three? Since I was three, yeah. yeah. I remember the day that the, the lights hit my face, and I just knew from then it was it was everything to me. Now, you did dance, um, and I know that you you had, like, an injury, so then you went into acting. Mm -hmm. That didn't go so well. I love that you're very honest, though. You say that you're a bad actress? I'm a horrible actress. <laughs> when somebody tells you they're a bad actress, believe them. <laughs> I want to act. I really do, but I'm really bad. Well, no, I know that you studied, like, four hours a week on, on voice lessons. Mm -hmm. Like, I know you did that. Did you put that time into acting as well, or you just, like, you didn't I like didn't. it as much? I didn't put as much time like singing for me I wasn't born as a singer and my dad told me I couldn't sing when I was nine so it was always a bad thing for me so breaking that shell you know I went to intense workshops and work with Ron Anderson and just yeah. put all my money towards my voice I love because that's a good chunk of money it is but that's the investment that a lot of you know uh, like when you guys hit the scene it was like you know money's coming in you're yeah. traveling it's glitz and glitz a lot of people don't reinvest that money I into did. their career I still do well and look the first Number one. <laughs> Thank you. Um, JC, what kind? Now, you grew up in Miami, right? Yeah, most of what that's I'm where I'm from. What? Oh, that's yeah. right. What part of Miami? A, a Cutler Edge. Like what? South? Yeah, like yeah, Kendall. Yeah. I'm from Kendall. Yeah, Kendall. Yeah, yeah. 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 Whoop, whoop, Miami in the house. Yeah. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> uh, she was captain of uh, Miami Heat, by the way. Whoop, whoop. 
Cheerleaders, yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice, nice. Really fun. Well, when I when I used to do the event planning thingy, we did a few plan uh, events for the Miami Heat. Remember me there? Oh, pro really? You pro you probably cheerleader. It was in two thousand. Two thousand, two thousand two. This was like four years ago. Oh, okay, yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but like, what kind of kid were you? Were you like, were you always so vibrant and full of life? Oh, um, I was the worst kid ever. I was the one that my mom was being called all the time. It's so crazy because everyone, oh, I'm like a short gay one, blah, blah, blah. So people are like, were you being, were, have you ever been bullied or something? I've never, I was never bullied. Like, people would do like, they like they would try to mess with me, but I would go and fight them. And then because of that, no one else like would come to me. I remember what time, the, the, I remember my mom being called because I wanted to jump this wall on my, in my school. And this guy just stopped me from doing it. And I went around the wall and I kicked him on the balls <laughs> so hard that he had to go to the school like a clinic or whatever they had. And then they called my mom and then they suspend me for like a week. Oh my God. Yeah. The new so single from Jessica I was, kick him in the balls. I was, I was really small. I was really small, but I was always very like problematic and stuff. But I was smart in school. So that's what saved me. Like I would get good grades, but I was always misbehaving. So it was, it was like, like a contrast. Yeah. Right? Like All balance. Right. Yeah. They called my mom into school when I was in first grade, and she swore, because I was reading and all that super early, yeah. she swore that they were going to say, you know, we have to advance him a few grades, and the teacher says, he's obviously a very lonely person because he won't stop talking. <laughs> she was like, well, mama. <laughs> so, Murray, were you always like, boo-boo, in school? I mean, did you have, like, an ugly duckling period? What, what kind of kid were you mm. in school? I mean, I never had an ugly duckling period. I, I was pretty... <laughs> I was so cute. No, I was so cute as a little kid, and I used to have like all these old ladies pinch my cheeks. So that's why I have like this weird thing about people ever touching my face. Oh, like never touch my face because it freaks me out. Because all of my grandma's friends used to pinch my cheeks like super hard. I'm like, please just stop. Okay, oh. and then I went into like middle school, and I had my like I was a class clown for a minute. Really? I got, I got made fun of a lot for like I didn't know like I was gay, but I was different. So everybody made fun of me a lot for that. So I kind of like toned down my like personality through like most of my high school but and then I just turned into like this party kid so like I would throw all the parties and like host all the parties and we'd go and it's literally what I do now so it's just gone straight through into my like full on life all of but the I teachers, like, had all these little moments yeah and like all the teachers saying get rid of the nightlife it's not gonna make you money now you're like haha my favorite part of Facebook is that you get to see how awful everybody else has aged. Like, people I went to high school with have kids now. They look awful. Do you look... Are your friends, like... I mean... Okay, so, yeah, looking back on Facebook, like, everybody hasn't aged that well back in, like, the, the like, rural states of the Midwest. But everybody's, like, having kids and, like, focusing on them. And that's just not what we do in the big cities, you know what I mean? But, like, but we're focused from, on ourselves and our careers and everything we're doing. So, I mean... Like, a freight train might have hit you, but live your life. It's fierce. Um, <laughs> Wait, where are you from? Where are you from, Murray? No, but I love everybody back down. Where are um, you from? Alabama? Montana. 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 I mean, same thing. I mean, I'm just going to say it's all, it's all, all, it's all random. Yeah. It's all random. Like, Midwest, very rural. Like, I grew up in a town of, like, 2,000 But they don't people. really, like, sleep with their sisters and stuff. No. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. But they're all focused on, like, they're all very focused on, like, it's all family moment. And, like, when you go to a big city, you're, you're very focused on your own career and everything that you're doing. You know what I mean? So you take care of your parents. And you do these things. And you do all that. I mean, 
instead of a kid, you have a dog, you know, we do all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh, I hate children so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. But it's it's interesting the different paths that we take. Like, we talked about you acting, mm -hmm. and then you were, like, in a soap opera. I was. Uh, Megan Fox played your little sister. She was sister. my little sister on it. What? So, okay. Where? In Miami. Fierce. I loved, I loved doing that show. I, I loved acting then. It was great. I played a gothic teenager. It was, oh, I could totally see that. Yeah, it was gothic and pill-popping and crazy. And then I turned to the popular girl who sang. Oh. oh. Typical. Oh. Wait. <laughs> Where is she now? <laughs> What's the name of this book? Ocean, I want to check it out. Ocean Ave. Okay. Yeah. There's, there's like one clip on um, the internet that I found, so you can actually see an episode I'm on. Oh, we definitely and no, None of my fans have seen it, so really? I, yeah. What? Well, now Kurt, you're gonna Kurt, see it. Pull it up. Look what for it. it? <laughs> can, we, can we watch that? Ocean Ave? Yeah. No, it's funny. You know, it talks about everybody's beauty, but we all have parts of our body that we're like. Mm. So Megan Fox, and she even talks about it, she has these half thumbs. Oh really? Yeah. Like you notice she, when she poses, she poses with her hands behind. She's got these weird little half. Thumbs. You didn't notice when you I were didn't filming? I didn't notice. I had no Do you know idea. how evil social media is? Is there's a tw uh, Twitter handle? Or Instagram handle, I don't know which one. That is literally Megan Fox's thumb. Oh, and that's, that's how her ex boyfriend. Fox people are. That, that's her. You know her what I mean? Like, let me live with my crazy thumbs. I'm beautiful, bitch, and I'm a fucking actress. <laughs> yeah. Can I say all these f words? Yeah, it's right there. It's ten. I oh, see it. oh, it's there, Kurt. It's, it's on the one? top. Kurt, uh, can, can we please play it? Okay, we, here we go. We, we, yeah, we, we have to see this. It's so bad, you guys. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Can I make a cocktail while we're doing this? Yeah, yeah, please do. Next. Oh my god, I'm so excited. I want you to know that I respect your decision. And uh, I'll always be with you, no matter what. The music. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. <laughs> I've not touched his name. Oh! Oh no! Dun dun! <laughs> you guys, I'm living for this right now. This is Telemundo. Mind me! Did you see it? Make sure you save seats for us, okay? I hope I'm in this part. I don't know if I am. Okay, this is my type of show. Ooh. He's so sexy. Marcus. Is that the mom or the friend? <laughs> you, you don't even know that's him. How do you know about Badgley Mishka? I uh, was gonna give these to some deserving soul. So how about it? Friday night, the Rainbow Room. This is either a soap opera or a porn. Like I have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was supposed to say the same. Yeah. It looks like one of those. Know, it's one. 44 minutes long too. Oh, it's 44 minutes long. Yeah. Okay. Kurt, maybe while we're talking, you can like like. You'll find yeah, it. yeah, find it. Find it. I'll try. You guys, that's a pretty. I don't want to put you through this. Next on Ocean Avenue, the sun sets on the hallway. But does Paul? Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> But you did that. You also were in Bad Boys too. I was. I was an extra. Yeah. You were in the Academy Award-winning film Justin and Kelly. Oh my God. <laughs> but so that, even my voice, they dubbed my voice. Are you serious? Yeah. Isn't that the weirdest it thing? Was so, we were at the movie theater. and I was like, what? That doesn't even sound. You didn't like find me. out until you were in the movie theater. Yeah, they didn't That's tell gotta me. suck. You're like, everybody, come see me. Never mind. Don't come see me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then like cheerleading was there. And then uh, what I love is is your discovery story, which is so LA, which is so Hollywood. Mm -hmm. You were doing something ridiculous like uh, smoking the. Bear. Smokey the Bear. Public service announcement. <laughs> you mentioned it's like, book the gig! Nobody says that. It's like, PSA. Woo. But this literally was your... It was. I met Robin Anson on set, and we totally fell in love. And she's like, cut your bangs. I want you to be in this group called the Pussycat Dolls. How, how long had you been in uh, L.A.? Three months. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. So you weren't but jaded like a lot of other... They no, would have been I like, was, oh, really? Yeah, I was from Miami, sweet, you know. 
But my mom called me pussycat my whole life. Oh, that's So it's very odd that that happened. And we, we love Robin Anton. Have you been yeah. watching her on uh, New York City Housewives? No. She's in the season. She is? She is. Oh, I have to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like, love oh, Robin. Girl, I know you. What happened to her brother, by the way? I'm not sure. Oh. Um, also, Kurt, I want to play a clip of something that was taken last month, and I wonder if this is a, a, a thing to come. It's actually you dancing with Robin Anton. Oh, yeah. Um, let, let's take a peek. Now, this was at one of her dance classes. Yeah, it was a, a PCD mas master class. And I didn't know I was going to dance. I was wearing my Louboutins. Here, here, yeah. Louboutins? Yes, yes girl. Yes. And this wasn't even like planned. It was just like. No, it was random. I wasn't ready. <laughs> Were these boys here with you? What? Were the boys here with you? No, they weren't. Oh. Look, still got it, girl. Look oh, at that. You. And that's Robin there, too. <laughs> that was. That was a little flash, and like fans went crazy when they saw this, yeah. and then so of course everybody wanted to know reunion. We hope so. Really, I really hope so. I think it's time. The fans want it. We want it. Where is it in the discussions? It's it's being talked about. That's all I can say. Is everybody on board? Yeah. How does that make you feel? Amazing. Yeah. It's been eleven years. A long time. Would you come back for like a full like? nationwide tour or yeah. even different countries because I know you guys hit it big in Europe before we were huge it was in Europe and Asia and Australia so I think we'd probably hit Europe first and then Asia and then you know hopefully and hopefully the states you know you never know I'd be interested to see how the focus would shift to certain members I mean your solo career has has just taken off and it's solidified over oh, and it's you. lasted all of these years too it's not like oh this is her breakout you know like Poor Baby Spice, and that, that that's it, right? Yeah. Uh, so I'd be very interested. Um, I'm sure they're probably going to try to make it a reality show or, or something. Ugh, yeah. I hope not. <laughs> oh. I love watching reality shows, but I'm just, I don't know if I could do it. I'm too, I'm shy. I know it's weird. I'm shy. Get that drink. No, <laughs> I'm pouring more water in it. Oh, it's just not. That's better. That's better. Okay. <laughs> There you go. Sorry to pass it right in front of you, Jessica. That's Sorry. okay. Um, so from, uh, do you remember, so, but you still had to audition for Pussycat Dolls. Well, I went to the audition. There was 300 girls, and oh she wanted God. to put me next to people to see how I'd look. So, yeah. And but like, I, I actually had a, a headpiece on, like, this wig, say. and um, <laughs> we did a lot of, like, head spins, head whips. And, like, I did a head whip, and my wig fell off across <laughs> the whole room. And I was like, oh, my God. And everyone was laughing, so I just kind of took it and, like, Put her on my. You were head. doing RuPaul lip sync offs before yes, that was it. I was. I swear, when a drag queen rips their wig off, they've won. Either they do that or a death drop, and then they've won. So <laughs> you won. I got it. Do you I remember the, the first few rehearsals? How were you um, introduced? No, and uh, how were you introduced into the whole concept? And mm -hmm. what were the first rehearsals like? It was tough. It was like fifty girls when I first started, and a lot of them weren't nice at all. And I was from Miami, naive, just you know, fresh. And it was really tough. It was really tough. I didn't want to do it. Yeah. And then it went down from like 50 to 20 to 10 and it started getting better because everyone was amazing. And then it went down to six. And we all got along really well, believe and I, it or not. I bet you thanked your like classic dance training at, oh, at that sure. point because you were able to uh, go to a lot of different genres. It was so different from anything I'd ever done, but it felt so good in my body. And dancing in heels is just like so feminine. And I love Robin and her t everything about yeah. her is great. I love Robin because the way she choreographs, it's very feminine and sexy, mm -hmm. but it's it's not misogynistic at all. No, not at all. It's like really
really em empowering. It is. It's so empowering. You know, when we do like uh, the Viper Room, we'd wear like burlesque clothes and like garters, and it was very sexy. But there was something so there was classy. A power it was, like, in there. Sophisticated, and we felt so much power. Yeah. And you got to experience the Viper Room with the way that generations coming into L.A. nowadays do not get to experience yeah. it, where it was this small, intimate space where you saw the best performances. Mm -hmm. You had celebrities there every yeah. night. It was literally part of, of Hollywood Sunset Strip <sighs> history. It's nostalgic. Now, how did you not get so involved in the nightlife? Like, you guys had to rehearse, you guys had to do press, and then you guys had to perform all the time. Yeah. That must be hard to be in this like party environment and not be able to partake. I handled it really well. I mean, I work hard. Par I play. I partied hard. You know, yeah. I was drinking back then. But you know, I'm very professional. When it's time for a call time, you got to be fresh and, and ready for everything. You know, professionalism in an yes, industry. I know how strange. We all were very professional, and we had a very busy schedule. I mean, my life changed when Don't You came out. It was like yeah. The next day, it was like my life was completely changed. Uh, and little known fact, Don'tcha was actually written for somebody else, yeah. uh, and she did nothing with it, right? Tori Alamaze. <laughs> and there's that. <laughs> um, but being on stage, um, was it hard to kind of keep your identity and who you were? Not at all. Really? It was. It was so empowering that I found who I was on stage. You know, my character in the Pussycat Dolls was is who I am. I think for some people it might swallow them up and yeah. that they only thought about themselves as part of this group and where their place on stage was rather than their place in the music industry. Yeah, I think we all, you know, stood out in our own in our own rights, you know. I think it was very empowering like you said. Now, knowing oneself, Murray Swanbee, uh, from people's comments on social media to those who know you and work with you, uh, to even your fellow cast members on X on the Beach. Oh, and I can't play any more clips, by the way, because I got in trouble last time. Boop, boop. Sorry, what? MTV. I, I played the clip of you and Corey. Yeah. Crying, or he was crying. What? And you got in trouble by MTV? Well, because they because they didn't like me playing their stuff. Anyway. Okay. <clears throat> um, but there's this sense that you are always on and that you're always playing at your personality and that you are behind a, a wall. In fact, some of the other cast members uh, were commenting on that when right, right, right. Nick made his uh, appearance. Um, is I always, okay, so I've always had a guard up. I've always had this like very strong guard and like my close circle of friends can always attest to this that, you know what I mean? Like once you break, like I meet a lot of people in nightlife, you know what I mean? I've been a promoter for years and I've been traveling for a long time and you meet a lot of people mm -hmm. and it's not like you're just going to befriend everybody like the moment you meet them. So it takes a couple times of meeting them and, and then hanging out with them before you start actually like being like, okay, now I care about your personality because you're super fun. Now I'd like to hang out with you outside of this. Mm -hmm. Now let's do this. And it takes, you're, you're breaking down a wall every time you go to that. So my friends are like, you know, there's, nobody knows Murray when he's like sitting around his house and he's like chilling and like yeah. he's sitting around with his friends because you don't need to know that side of me if you never get to that part of me, you know what I mean? So I do have walls built up and I and I did have walls built up on the on the show and um, all of my ex-boyfriends will say the same thing is, you know, like I'm not the greatest with <laughs> emotions, but you know, it's, it's, it's all because of something that happened in my life, you know what I mean? Like at some point I put up this wall because of this and that and you know, I've been cheated on a lot of times so I put up these walls until I feel comfortable with you to a point, you know, you're going to have that wall built up. You know what I mean? We'll go on so many dates or, or, or you'll stay at my house and like a certain number of times before like you get to see like that side of me. You know what I mean? 
So you have to get through those walls. And I know I have a lot of them up. And like a lot of people are like, I can't read you. And I'm like, because I'm on a show with you and I'm only here for a certain amount of time. So like, I like you guys a lot and I'll let you into a lot of my life. And you know, the people that I really clicked with, like Morgan and Shay and Jay, you know, I had a lot of time sitting down with them. And like, we talked about stories all the way back into our childhood. And then I'm like, all right, now like, they could just come and I would talk about anything with them. But there's a lot of people also on the show that I'm like, you didn't see that side of me because I never got that close with you. Like we talked about some things, but unless I'm like, unless I'm really getting to know you, like I, I just don't think you deserve to see that side of me. I don't just think you deserve to see that, like that vulnerable side of me until you like br break through a lot of walls. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people didn't see that side of me. So, and, and a lot of, you know, America doesn't see that side of me too because, you know, there's a lot of clips that they didn't show as well of me and Cheyenne being like super, super cute. And like, we, we had a lot of cute moments in the show. And, you know, like there was times we hooked up in the show and like we hooked up in the shower and we did all these things. And there's things that they didn't show you because it doesn't really make sense with the storyline. So, or there's other people's drama that are just like overpowering right. that, which is fine because there's a lot of drama in the house. So, um... There's all this drama that kind of overpowers it, and you guys don't get to see all of the things that happen. And towards the end of the show, I did get to like get to that point with a lot of people on the cast. And um, yeah, you know, like I don't know. What do, what, what, what do you want to say? Like, I, of course, nobody's going to see the vulnerable side of me until I let you see that. So no, but I have to say, this genuine moment right now is is huge, and I think even huge for your followers and listeners to to have this explanation. I mean, I think that that's that's it's good to hear that that you're very honest about that you're aloof and. There, there's a reason for it. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, I know that I'm that way, and I'm like, I'm sorry that I'm that way, but it's just how, you know, it's just how I would, like, things that have happened, what relationships are growing up, or moving from Montana to L.A., and L.A., you do get jaded sometimes, and 100%. you know what I mean? Like, It'll it's great. spit you out. Yeah, if you don't mm -hmm. find somebody, like, you'll find the people that, like, when you got here for three months, you said that, like, you found that person that, like, really got you a kickstart. Yeah. But there's a lot of people that, like, pretend they're that kickstart and they mm -hmm. just kind of get you jaded so there's all, all these things that are like a timeline in your in your own personal story that are gonna make you jaded so you know well, you'll well, find it out we just, even joked uh, Jessica the first time I met Murray uh, uh, it was at Mickey's and you were drunk and I was drunk and I was like come be on my radio show and he was like call me and then he left I was like oh I have your number yeah, <laughs> I was, right I was, I was very like okay you have a radio show okay bye <laughs> <laughs> I like ran away <laughs> But it is. It is LA. <laughs> yeah, it really is. But now we're besties. Boop, boop. <laughs> now we're cute. <laughs> uh, a moment of hashtag cute loving shade, I guess. Uh, uh, Nick, uh, that we saw in one of the episodes of X on the Beach. And for our listeners that haven't seen MTV's X on the Beach, uh, it's reality stars that they put together in a beach house in Malibu. They seclude them off and they introduce uh, their exes slowly but surely to see if they find love again or if they still hate them. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> so, Nick, uh, one of. Uh, Current, past, we're not really sure. Uh, boyfriends popped up uh, for one of the episodes. Poor guy. Like, he got a little teary-eyed because you you couldn't tell him, like, oh, I'm here for you. Like, oh, one of the lights just went out. Well, this place is haunted. Like, like it literally is. Anyway. But like it's you, just like you're... You're, you're like antagonizing my demon and yeah. like the lights are going to start going off. Don't even laugh. We've had, we've had psychics here and they're like, there's there's a lot of energy here. Oh, wow. But you couldn't tell Nick kidding. what he needed and it was so okay. sad. Yeah, that's true. Okay, but also we went on, so when I went on the show, I broke up with Nick. Before I went on the show, you know, me and Nick were kind of getting to a lull in our relationship and I was just like, um, do you know what? I, there's a show that I want to do. I didn't tell him what show it was because obviously I didn't also know the show. I was like, 
Um, I'm going to take this opportunity to, to uh, work with MTV because it's something that I want to do. I think it's fun. And so I went on the show, and it's also an undisclosed amount of time. You're kind of just like, like JC said, you're kind of just pulled out of the real world, and nobody knows where the hell you went, nobody knows what you did, and social media doesn't know what's going on, and you're just kind of ghosted. But um, so when they asked Nick to come in, they're like, Nick, you're going to come in here, and would you like to see what Cheyenne and Murray are doing around here? And he's like, sure, I would love to see that. That's a, that's a bad decision. But he came on, he saw it, obviously he didn't want to see it. Um, but I'm like this isn't things that I would show you in the real world anyway because we're not dating right now. So, like, why would you want to see me talking to my ex-boyfriend and getting close to my ex-boyfriend in a show? Like, super weird, right? Like, it's nothing that you want to see is going to break your heart. And I couldn't say, like, bitch, it's a show. You knew I'm on a show. Here I am on a show, and you're asking me what I'm doing on a show? Like, you come in a teddy bear costume and rip your head off? And that you... was so cute, but the, the and bear community went crazy. It's like, wings and, and bears, <laughs> together at last. <laughs> but yeah, it's like that, that wall that you can't break down, so you're not allowed to say camera on camera, and you're like, you're like, bitch, you just came onto a show that you know I'm on a show that's a dating show, and I'm seeing people, and like, you rip your head off, and you're like, what's going on here? Which the producers have set up, too. I mean, the producers right, are right, setting right, right. this up. Just you know, very sad. The moment. Um, this is what Nick has to say in a very loving way. Oh, God. Uh, she, meaning you, girl, uh, literally was a huge life change in my life. Don't have any hate, but she sure lives her life like she was always on a reality TV show. Also, see you Saturday night. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Truth to that. Yeah, I guess you guys spend a few evenings per week together. Can I say something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can he, I say he always something? comes to Thursday. He always comes to my uh, uh, King Thursdays at the Abbey. We always party together. We usually party together on uh, either Saturday or Sunday. I'm a big Sunday Funday guy. So like, <laughs> who are you kidding? It's like twelve oh one. I'm like it's Sunday. This is my this is my thing. So I'm I'm friends with Murray. Like in in, in real life, in personal life, yeah, I'm yeah, friends yeah. with him. And every single time I go out or I do anything with him, even if it's a home, watching TV, whatever it is, Nick is always there. So what's the deal with that? Like, are no, you guys still together? Has, I'm still best like, friends BFFs. with my ex of eight years. Like, we're best friends. Mm. I'm still great. I'm really, really good friends with Nick. Actually, uh, I'm on the best friends uh, with Nick than I've ever been on a breakup, probably. Mm, maybe except for one. But usually, like, my breakups end in, like, fire. Like, me and Cheyenne's breakup, we end in, like court battle in police like detention center and oh, restraining order and god knows what else and then like Corey z we end in like blocking on every social media outlet and la 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 and like he's like trying to burn down my house with matches on saturday <laughs> nights and whatever else but like allegedly allegedly <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> never happened he's coming back next month it was just uh it was a just one of my plans was randomly on i'm just kidding um <laughs> <laughs> but there's a lot of like bad breakups, but it, this has been a really good breakup. But even after all those crazy breakups, I've still been on good terms. Like me and Cheyenne are still on good terms. Me and Corey Z were on good terms for like a minute after X on the Beach and until she like went crazy. But Well, we're going to talk more ab about the reunion. Um, JC, do you feel that people want to date you for who they saw on Big Brother? <laughs> oh, so like um, in my case, my dating life was better before Big Brother. Way better, like, way better. Way better because you thought it was more honest, or way better because yeah, probably, probably because of that, and also because of all the PTSD. Probably after the show that people just get close to me, and I was like, no, 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 I just, I just don't want you. I'm like paranoid. 
But uh, but if I've had the worst experiences since 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 Big Brother finished. I met first this guy that we were like watching Big Brother celebrity together, blah blah. But I, I kind of had like a small little crush on him, and then he's just like one of those who take like two days to answer messages. So I was like, block no. And then this other one that I was kind of talking, I was like, oh my god, this one's kind of like cute or whatever. He told me. On Saturday, I'm going on a day. I'm so excited. Oh, you just Frank sold me. So there you go. Boom. I so. love Whenever you get that, like whenever you feel somebody is like flirting with you, tell them you're going on a date because that is an instant like friend zone. Yeah. No, but he was the one like flirting with me. I was, I was, no, I was, I'm, I'm actually like, like in real life, I'm, I'm the shy one. I'm the one who just let things I happen. I see that, yeah. But, uh, but, uh, but uh, like, so it's just weird because then like so many messages, so many like people approaching and stuff. But I, I'm, I have all this fear inside that you just don't don't want. It really changes you. Being on the public eye, it really changes you so much. And you don't really realize of that until you're like on that spot right there. Yeah. So like you really close yourself a lot, a lot, because I've done it. So yeah, my, yeah, Big Fobby Bro was good. Right now it's like, well, just wanna sleep. Take a break though, <laughs> like when you're not looking for it, it's, 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 it's. it's I'm not looking for you. it. It's just like what I'm saying. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, not everybody here is single. Uh, congratulations, Jessica. Thank you. Uh, engaged? Engaged. When are you getting married? Uh -huh. September 14th in oh. Malibu. We're all invited, you guys. Can you imagine if we all show up? Oh, I'm totally showing up. In Malibu? Yeah. Gorgeous. Thank you. How long have you been in the relationship? Two years. Wow. He's my best friend. I love him oh. so much. His name is Mikey. Hi, Mike. That's a sexy name. It is. That is a yep. sexy name. Without seeing this picture, I know he's super sexy. He's a drummer. Oh. And he's amazing. That means his arms and he's, oh, he's sexy. He's so sexy. Oh, oh he's God. got good rhythm. Waiting for a picture. Waiting for a picture. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I can show you my Instagram. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Um, Kurt, did you find he's, the clip of uh, oh God. of Ocean Ave? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, there's the goth girl. I think I did. <laughs> you guys, I'm living for this. Okay. English class in like five minutes. But look, I have a family emergency, okay? I'll call you later. What family? <laughs> Jane! Hey. Hey. Where'd Kayla run off to? I have no idea. Academy Award winning. Uh. <laughs> Bad. That was way better than the first scene we saw. Let's yes, just that was a um, Emmy award winning. That was so much fun. It was nine months. It was uh, it paid well. It was great. I enjoyed it. Well, and you probably this is why I think you have such a good uh, idea of what a professional is too, mm -hmm. because we know that those sets you have to film scene after scene. Yeah, it's like get that. It's take fifty done. pages a day, and it's yeah. like three takes because it's soap opera. It's three cameras. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very yeah. Cut and dry. Uh, well, congratulations on, you. on your engagement. How, how did you guys meet? We met uh, through a mutual friend in Malibu. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Pretty awesome. Malibu's the place to go. It like, is. I just need to go find Malibu. So I want to talk with you about breakups on a different level. Okay. Now, I know um, your 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 inspiration for leaving Pussycat Dolls wasn't, uh, it wasn't planned. Mm -mm. Um, you, actually, you actually physically hurt yourself. I broke my rib. Oh, God. Yeah, my dance partner. Where's that dance partner now? Oh, he's, he's such a sweetheart. It's not his fault, but um, the way he handled my back, it cracked my 11th floating rib. So it, it, they told me it was going to take a year to, to heal. So we were in the middle of a tour, and I was like, I just can't do it anymore physically. It's just too much. And that has to be one of the hardest decisions it was. to make because you know what you're leaving because the show has to go on for the Pussycat Dolls. Absolutely. It was very hard. But, yeah, it was a big decision. And I wanted to do solo music, so that's when I decided to do it. So... So maybe everything happens for... Everything happens for a reason. I just wish I didn't break my rib. 
That wasn't fun. Well, I love how the media like surrounded itself. Like they said that you were homeless. Like from oh, one God. day to the next, it was like I was sitting on my friend's couch. Like that was down. from E. That yeah. that was like the tagline. Well, yeah. we know E is reputable, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So they wanted to make it like this crazy tagline to get people, you know, involved, and it was just I was like, what? It was the worst thing ever. My family was like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm fine. I don't know why they said that. <laughs> But tell me what that does to your mind because you leave the group, that's your family on the road, mm -hmm. that's your schedule every day from literally you come back, you're like, okay, this is not what I'm doing. You haven't like built your home right? because you didn't have anything I went physical because you're on the road. When it happened, I was in a breakup, so I was staying at my friend's house. So I didn't have anything. I didn't have a place to go to. It was, it was very difficult because I was on the road. I was, I was staying in hotel rooms. So that's where the homeless part came, I guess. So talk That's about so rude of people. It's so rude. That's so rude. Oh, I hate that. Because it was in all the tabloids then. It, it was, was like tabloids. <laughs> Jessica like, hey. homeless and she's looking fat. It's like, yeah, I'm real homeless, bitch. That <laughs> <laughs> oh, was embarrassing. But then to also be lying there on somebody else's sofa, to be thinking about your career, to know that the Pussycat Dolls is continuing. Mm. How how did you, so to speak, get out from that situation? How did you get up from the sofa and be like, okay, this is what we're doing well, next? Well, I, I focused on my music. I focused on getting better and just, you know, getting healthy. And we were on the road going for, you know, seven years. Oh my God. I didn't have any time to relax or have freedom. So there, it was a lot of freedom. I had a, I had a, a good time, actually. It was, it was nice for me to have that time off. Because it was really hard. And I imagine not somebody saying, this is where you're going to eat. This is this is what you're going to do oh, now. Yeah. This is what you're going to say. This is what you're going to look like. Exactly. This is how you're going to dance. Totally. Yeah. But it's still scary. What was the biggest, uh, what were the biggest obstacles in, in becoming a solo or artist in dealing with the music industry? Well, it's just a hard industry to be a part sure. of. You know what I mean? And there's a lot of competition and you got to be the best that you can be, you know, and finding the songs that will make a hit. It's not easy, you know? There's a lot of politics involved, so... I learned to be really strong and just love what I do and work with the right people and yeah, so. I got this question in a lot of different ways because mm -hmm. we've had a number of musicians on the show um, that also listen to the show. Being part of a record label versus being independent. Now I know you've had some ups and downs with record labels, mm -hmm. some music that you've recorded didn't really get released. The yeah, way I, that it I recorded showed. a whole album and none of it got released. Does that kill you? It killed me. It killed my fans. <sighs> they really wanted it and I just couldn't do it. You know, I didn't have the rights to it, so it was tough. I, I just can't even imagine. Yeah, that. you put a lot of work towards it, you know, and you want to share it with the world, especially your fans. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So nowadays, you don't necessarily need to be part of a record label. No. What are your thoughts on being part of a label versus being? I think it's amazing being independent. You can do whatever you want, and with social media and everything, you have a lot of freedom to to get it out to the world. When I release a song, it goes everywhere, it goes worldwide. And no one can tell me no. No one can tell me you can't do it at this date or whatever because it's, you know. So I, I'm lucky, I feel like. But do you think there's an oversaturation of music? I mean, anybody with an iPhone can now have a music video or record yeah. a song. That's they can auto-tune their voice till the cows come home. <laughs> so how, how do you get your voice heard in such an oversaturated industry right now. That's really tough. You're right. The, the internet has changed the, the industry so much. It's insane. But, um, you know, my fan base, they, they, they want music. I give them my music and I make them happy and that's all that matters. <sighs> Speaking of music, Murray, you never sang last time you were here and you oh. promised a country song. Did I? Yes, you said you had a single coming out soon. Is that in the works? Uh, well, no, I had my single that I made, like, I made a single two years ago before what happens at the Abbey came out. 
And then we held off the release of that because of what happened at the Abbey. And then when we got done with that, it was another thing where like the label has control of when you can release it or not. And it's kind of a bummer because I was like, I want to release it right now before Pride, like right now, like is the time to go. It's my birthday month, it's May, then we're going right into Pride season. I would love to perform at different Prides and everything like that. And we never did it. He's like, no, no, we want to wait till like our time is ready. And then by the time their time was ready, I was like, do you know what, now I'm, now I'm doing other things and, and it's just not a good time for me. So, you know, it's, it, in that sense, I feel like being an independent would be much better because you have, like she said, you can release it whenever you want. You don't have a time stamps. You like nobody can tell you you have to hold off on this. We held off for over a year for my song, and by a year later, I was kind of over it. And now, like looking back, we've talked about releasing the song, but I'm like, I want a song that's a little more me, and I want my first single to be something that's a little more vocally me. You know what I mean? Uh, I we love that. Because so many people are afraid to be uh, out there with their vocals. I love the acoustic stuff that you've done on other radio stations and all that. Because it's like, okay, because people think, you know, all the glitz and glamour of the videos are, well, they can't really sing in, in real life. And I know Marie coming from reality TV and being a model, audience is like, okay, you can sing. Yeah, please. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's that, like, people don't want you to succeed almost. Mm. Right. Isn't that weird? There's a lot of haters. There's a that lot of that. It's mm. like insane. But they're still liking all your pictures. They're still saying, oh, show us more skin. But there's, it's always that. It's mm. always, it doesn't matter how good your song is, but did you hear that one line that, you know what, you know what, that line fucked it up. They ruined the whole song. And you're like, even some of your really good fans will say things like that. And it's all, there's always a negative to all the positives. Like, mm -hmm. you can have fans that say, good and good and good and good and good, but there's, a, there can be 99 fans in a room. Oh, God. <laughs> but one fan can fuck it up for you. <laughs> you guys, A Star is Born is being re-released with 20 minutes of unseen footage. <laughs> Brought to you by NyQuil. Did, did you like A Star is Born? I actually didn't. Oh, good. Thank you. Yes. I didn't like. I love Lady Real. Gaga. I love Lady yes. Gaga, but I well, didn't. I didn't she, like it. And Lady Gaga actually opened for you yeah, guys. Yeah, she did. At what point was she in her career? You guys had Rihanna open for you. Rihanna, Neo. Yeah. Yeah. We, then we opened for the Black Eyed Peas and Christina Aguilera. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Britney too. And Britney. I forgot yeah, yeah, about yeah. Britney. Yeah. Britney. Yeah. Uh, forget about Britney, girl. I forget about her. Mm -hmm. <laughs> JC, what other hobbies or what projects have you not Sharon or Sharon? Sharon, Nato. Sharon and Karen. Shared, yeah. Oh, grammar. Uh, that you haven't shared with the public that you would love to work on and, and share. Well, I was actually talking about that today. Like, once you are in, like, the reality TV world, it's really, really hard to get out of that. Really hard. Like, even, like, if you want to do anything else, anything, like, people already uh, associate you and stereotype you with that reality TV world. Mm -hmm. So it's, 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 it's really hard. And I was talking to one of the people today from this show, Are You the One from MTV? Yeah. From, like, the beginning. And um, and he was telling me, because he's right now, like, like he's an actor right now, and he's doing, like, Netflix shows and Hulu and all that stuff. And so, like, I had to take, like, a hiatus, yatus, like I normally say, uh, for like two, three years to be able to do like the change, you know? And then I I, I don't even know still what I want to do because there's so many offers and welcome to LA. You get like 20,000 offers, but like in like two or three awards and then one goes through, like, you know? <laughs> yeah. So 
Uh, and I'm, I'm trying, like, a lot of the following I have of fans, uh, I, I still feel weird saying fans, because I'm like, haven't done anything to deserve fans, but whatever. My mom has fans. We all got fans. <laughs> yeah, well, so the fans, they really want to see me, like, in comedy and stuff. And I actually I even, and I actually even, like, suggested that I was going to take, like, a curve like something to work on my accent. Mm -hmm. They're like, no, 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 we want you with the accent. You have a great and, accent. And then, and then. Sofia Vergara, hello. Yeah, but she's pretty. But like, I you're think she's so pretty. You're pretty too, girl. And then, um, <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, like I want, I want to be able, I, I've always been like that. And when people tell me you can't do that, it's too soon, I'll probably just go and do it. So I I I I wanna I wanna just go and expand my horizons and see like whatever I can do and stuff and I'm I'm really seriously thinking about doing stand up comedy because I'm like oh, the, I could totally I'm like the that. one of my friends when we're like all in a group that I stand up I say something and I don't even think it's funny and they start cracking up I'm like oh gosh I'm the freaking clown and I don't wanna be the clown so I might as well just <laughs> monetize out of it yeah I could totally see that though yeah. I I could totally see that yeah um. Mass audiences, especially in music, are so fickle. Sam Smith, he's famous, he's not famous. We love Britney, we hate Britney. Mariah's fabulous, she's a mess. Sam Smith just follow me on Instagram. Oh. And then he liked some of my stuff. I'm like, Sam Smith, if you're watching this, I freaking love you, please. Like, just go on a date or something. So, yeah. Oh, that'll oh, be wow. exciting. Oh. He really just did. I was, I, was a, I was as surprised as all of you are. Vanilla ice cream is all I call Sam Smith. And his music is, writing's on the wall. Writing's on the wall, girl. <clears throat> it's invisible ink, because I can't see it. Um, but in talking about audiences loving you and hating you, how do you keep those voices out of your head while still keeping your pulse on what music audiences want in terms of sound? Because um, you have to care them. It's like selling any product, yeah. whether you're selling uh, a nightlife experience or whether you're doing stand-up. Yeah. How do you keep your finger on the pulse while still... Stay current. Yeah. With sound. I know, it's, it's difficult. Um, I think it's just really believing in yourself and really believing in your music and loving your music. Like, I listen to my music that I make. A lot of artists don't. Yeah. It's really strange. That's interesting. Like, I need to enjoy it and want to listen to it. Then You know what I mean? I love that you said that. I think a lot of even actors don't see what they're doing or no. they're, not, they're not looking at it from a critical eye or even enjoying what enjoy. they've done. You have too. to enjoy what you do. It's so important. I, I want to hang out with you like all the Let's time. Let's do it. Yeah, it's so sad. <laughs> you can be my de designated driver. Oh, you got After it. After an hour, you'll be like, out. <laughs> this ain't over. <laughs> I want to take a look at Feline Resurrection. Oh, wow. Um, not only does it have such a very unique look, but obviously the meaning behind it, Pussycat mm -hmm. Doll, Feline uh, Resurrection. Um, how, did you, how did you first start the concept for this project? You know, my experience leaving wasn't the greatest. I wasn't in the greatest place. I broke my rib. I wasn't I wasn't too happy. I'm in a different place now, but yeah. this experience doing Feline Resurrection was so cathartic. It was so healing, and I just wanted to express myself through art. Instead of saying what I was feeling, I wanted to do it through art, and that's why I created Feline Resurrection. Um, I want to take a little peek, sure. um, and feel free to, to narrate us um, through oh, sure. <laughs> what we're saying. Kurt, can you turn the screen just a little bit? Number one, the sound immediately. So this is after I died. Yeah. So I'm in the underground. And those are the pussycats. 
And your fans must have been like, wait, what? Yeah. yeah. No one expected this from me. At all. And that's what I wanted, because I'm an artist, and I want to express myself. It's gritty, it's sexy, it's visceral. Actually, I really like it. Yeah. yeah. And your voice is so different. It's that energy. Yeah. And the lyrics are so smart, by the way. Look at this, you guys. I'm not angry. Motherfucker, I'm the queen of the jungle. Woo! All right, all right. Woo! That, that was really good, actually. I love it. Jose Amara directed it, and um, I sat with him. We created the song, and I sat with him. I was like, I really just want to express myself. I want to tell my story creatively, and he let me do it. The minute you hear that beat, it has such a visceral energy to it. Yeah. Um, I mean, talk about making a statement. Um, and leaving the Pussycat Dolls, there has to have been some uh, disassociation with them, even though you had spent seven years with these girls. Yeah. They're still having to do what they're doing. There had to have been some, like, girls, I mean, I'm here, you know? Well, no, they're supportive of me, and I, our relationship is great. I think I was just so bitter towards the end because it, it just got so hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I was, I was like, stuck, and I needed to break out of that shell, and I think this video was that for me. And it captured that for me. So sexy. Thank um, you. But every one of your videos is so different and tells such a different story. Yeah. Are you ever afraid of being too diverse? Mm -mm. I think the crazier the better. I'm an artist. We have freedom, when, especially with film. There's so much freedom involved. Yeah. And that's important to me. Because like I said, I'm shy. But in front of a camera on stage, forget about it. That just makes me laugh so much. <laughs> what did you say? Like, I know, it's shy, weird. Girl. I am shy. Did you see? <laughs> Meow. <laughs> it's my alter ego. Um, how was dating uh, while you were in the Pussycat Dolls? It was it was hard. Yeah. Yeah. I had a boyfriend throughout the whole the whole time. The same boyfriend for seven mm -hmm. years. Did yeah. he travel with you? Yeah. Oh really? He traveled with yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, that's that's crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. It was it was a crazy relationship, and I was very young, and yeah, it wasn't good. Did do you think that helped you though, having that kind of foundation that you weren't doing the crazy one night stand thing all along? Absolutely, because yeah. I'm monogamous. I, I don't like to ha like have a lot of partners, so I like having a boyfriend. Same. You see, <laughs> <laughs> a drink. <laughs> wow. Every time Murray lies, wow. let's. <laughs> Every time Murray lies on this radio show, let's take a drink. Okay. The pineapple <laughs> says red. I mean, inconclusive. Yes. First of all. You can't read this motherfucker, man, bitch. But you even set it up, though. You said before, they're like, I'm a sociopath. It's not going to say anything. And it literally did. And it literally anything. did. So I was blown. I was like, what? That's so funny. <laughs> so, Jessica, they made him take a lie detector test uh, on the last episode. And it's like, do you love Cheyenne? He's like, yeah. Wait. How if your body language didn't. Okay, first of all, they asked us a lot of questions. And they didn't ask us a lot of prereq. They didn't, like, set us down and be like, is your name Murray Swanby? And then you're like, yes. Like, I don't know. Is your name really Murray Swanby? Is this Swanby? color red? You know how they give you a color? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They didn't give us those things. So I was like, okay, let's just fuck it up. I'm like, <laughs> so I just thought about like random things while he's asking me questions. I'm like, yeah, yes, no, okay. <laughs> Murray, what anyway, is that? I, I fucked up that lie detector test. All of my, all you, of oh, my, I heard radio like forty bucks right now. By the all way, of all of my efforts. Oh, sorry, sorry. We sorry. have a lady oh, who's sorry, getting sorry, married. Sorry. Okay, so all, no efforts. But all of my, 
results were inconclusive. Like nothing was spiked or up or down. They're just like, we don't know what's going on in his so brain. That scares me He's even more. Person. It's like somebody with like. Mm -hmm. uh, what is the longest uh, real relationship that you've had, Murray Swanby? Me? Mm-hmm. Um, Corey Z, actually. Three years. Uh, you know, I love Corey Z. Like, he's, he's, he's a good guy. My relationships are usually, like, average of, like, a year to a year and a half. Because I like to be in a relationship, and I like to spend that time with the person. And I feel like once you have a connection with somebody, like, the <laughs> is way better. I don't know what I can say anymore. Now you're freaking me out. <laughs> anyway, the... What we do on this show. <laughs> is much better, and, and it's just... Just better. Anyway, so I usually, like, go at least a year or whatever, and then you start, like... I don't do, like, the one month and start nit nitpicking at people. I just, like, deal with it and, like, kind of, like, you have flaws. Let's deal with it. Here we go. Let's. But there were, like, some flaws that were, like, a little too much. So, wait, how long, how, long, how, long, how long does it take you before you actually establish your relationship? Does that make sense? No, oh, like, yeah. that actually makes a good sense because yeah, yeah. in the entertainment, um, for good reasons and bad, I think we tend to latch on very quickly. Number one, we don't have the time. Number two, and I'm sure you felt this on the road, when you're like busy performing and there's the press, it's like you need that companionship where you could just relax mm -hmm. with Be so yourself. intensely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so I think relationships happen faster in entertainment. They also finish faster, mm -hmm. too. Yeah, that's true. Right. The faster you burn the yeah. So how long do you normally date before you get in a relationship? I mean, I usually am like... I'm very fast to start dating, it's true. So like once I start dating somebody, it's like a couple weeks and then it, you, 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 you like slap on the label. It's true. Two weeks for the boyfriend label? Two weeks? Yeah. No, yeah, maybe that's too soon. Maybe two weeks we start like hanging out. Very, no, I think that you do. Very, I'm just saying that's a little too. And then like I finally give it, yeah, I no, hope we believe you. We believe you. Okay, Marie, but... Um, <laughs> I don't know. Everything's so crazy. Right Some now. of your fans. <laughs> you love it. Can you read me or not? <laughs> I can't. Oh, what am I doing? <laughs> I think I can tell. You snorted, by the way. I know. That's <laughs> <Sorry>. TMZ. <laughs> Murray Swanby snorts like real people. <laughs> That's so obnoxious. Um, we got this message many different ways. Uh, upset. You use the word love with Cheyenne. Come on, girl. We know you didn't really... At the end of the show, even Helen Keller knew you didn't really mean love. No, it's... I loved Cheyenne going into the show. I loved Cheyenne before I went into the show. I still have love for Cheyenne right now. Um, but at the end of the show, you know what they were asking. How you love Cheyenne. That you really thought you were going to work on a relationship. Okay, here's one thing that I'll say. Okay, Because they didn't play this clip that I actually recorded in the confessional booth the night of our whole thing. I was like, you know, or maybe they did, I don't know, I don't fucking know. Oh, sorry again. <laughs> anyway, okay, so. I'm so sorry, Jessica, and, uh, and, <laughs> and friends and family, I'm so sorry. Okay, so. We have a classy um, show. Me and Cheyenne, like, going into this, war like, we still have a really good connection. Um, I knew that us going into this was going to spark something or not. Actually, I also knew Corey Z was probably going to be pulled into this. You, you never know the full everything about it because they keep it very ambiguous. But, um, you know, I, I knew going into the show I was going to rekindle feelings with Sh Cheyenne or Corey Z because you can't live in a house for somebody with somebody for five weeks and not develop feelings if you've loved them at some point in your life is what I feel. So I, I went in there thinking that. So by the end of the show, 100%, I do love Cheyenne, and I did love Cheyenne. Um, but I'm also like, 
Cheyenne, you in this house are like giving me all of your attention because there's no other guy to take your attention right now. I know you out in the real world. You out in the real world are ripping your shirt off at bars and like all over other guys. And like I'll be sitting in a club and I look over at the bar and you're trying to get drinks and you're making out with somebody. So like I have a realistic idea of what could happen outside of this house. And that's what I went into that final ceremony, you know, thinking. I'm like, you know what? Of course. Could I see myself with Cheyenne outside of this house? 1,000%. Because I actually 1,000% care for Cheyenne. I love him to death. But do I believe Cheyenne in his sincerity of does he love me and could he be with me outside of this house? Or is he doing it because he's been locked in a house with me for five weeks? And now he's just like super infatuated and he's back in his he like He could say the same, life. Mr. Mary Swan. Yeah, he could say the same thing. And that's true. Because nobody really knows. I could say that for all the relationships in the house actually. Because everybody was so in this like... When you live with somebody for five weeks and you don't have a phone or TV or a magazine or a book. There's nothing else to do but fall in love. (laughs) But there's nothing else to do but talk. And once you start talking to somebody and you get down to these, like I said, you don't get into it with every single person in the house. But there are people in the house that you get super, super close with. And you're like, damn, like this, like everything we're talking about is so real. Like I really, really am vibing with these people. And everybody in the house did fall in love. And we just, I mean, the reunion's coming up in a couple days. And you'll see what happens what hap- when you leave that house is how skewed reality gets and how bad the relationships broke up or if people s- stuck together. But a lot of the relationships were like nuclear bombs once they got outside of the house. And that's what I was thinking when I'm in there because I'm a logical thinker. I'm like, okay, when I get out of this house, if we want to make it work, I'm, I'm cool with that because you're fucking sexy. I have feelings for you. I love you and I've known you for six years so if you want to keep that going when we get out of the house let's do it so you wanted to do that of course i did but i also thought when we got out of this house you could just go back to regular cheyenne and let's see how that goes so i so maybe the pineapples being inconclusive was a reality of my actual internal brain because i'm like do you know what i would like to but i really don't feel like that's where cheyenne is at in his life do i think cheyenne could be in a relationship right now maybe but he's doing a lot of things you know what i mean like He's going through a lot of stuff, and I already knew that going into the house. So I'm like, I didn't think I was going to run out of the house being like skipping through the fields. You know what I mean? Like, lolly, lolly, la, let's be best friends and wipe and like just do everything. That's very <laughs> forgiving of Cheyenne, but by the way. That was uh, Murray. Look at Murray uh, be real. No, with I, us. that's just how I feel in real life. And they don't show all these things what I say because it it's doesn't. It's reality make, TV, it doesn't sell. It doesn't make sense. Mm-mm. So this is just me being really honest with you guys. You know what I mean? Like, that's how I feel like in my real life. And that's why people are like, you know, I, I can't ever judge, like, your full emotional thing. And I'm like, because usually my, lo- my emotional level is, like, pretty, like, flat. And I'm just giving you, like, reality. It's either going to happen or it's not. Would I like it to happen? Yeah. Will it happen? Maybe not. Do I care? Yeah. But I'm not going to, like, put all my eggs in one basket and, like, get upset if you want to do your own thing. It's L.A., bitch. Like, we've all been burned. Mm-hmm. What's well, interesting sure. you say that you've done this. I've never seen on reality TV or even on your social media you get really, really angry or upset or cry. And I've never also seen you, like, laugh, like, so uncontrollably. Uh, of course, I'm sure, like, at house parties or, you know, when you're <laughs> on your own time. But, like, I haven't seen those extremes from you. Yeah. And, and also, Jessica, from you, too, in all of your interviews, no matter at what stage they've interviewed you mm-hmm. from, like, like we, we laughed about entertainment tonight, like, oh, homeless. And you're like, Ugh. well, I was on my friend's couch, so calm down, <laughs> Mary Hart. You know what I mean? But uh, there's, this, there's this plateau that you have to uh, show 
the world. And that has to be so frustrating behind the scenes because you have all this real stuff happening. Well, it's also the professionalism that you yeah. said. Like, if you get too crazy and out of control emotional, it looks really bad. And you mm -hmm. say a tweet that is going to be... But it's good TV. It's going to be... Yeah, but the tweet's going to be screenshotted and brought back to you five years later. But you know that's what I mean? still viewers to your platforms, though. Yeah, Especially that's in today's true. age. Like, you know, Wendy Williams. Oh, my God, that girl. Um, she's one of my least favorite people in entertainment <laughs> that's interviewing because she does everything for sensationalism. Oh, yeah. But she's getting all those views, whether she's a good host or not. So what do you think about this, uh, about this thing we heard that's going on right now? That she said she's in rehab or whatever. Uh, well, yeah. So Wendy Williams uh, said that she's been living in a sober house mm -hmm. um, and that she's been dealing with demons for a while, which is great that she's sharing that story, especially with her viewers from all over the nation. That's amazing. Um, and maybe you can you can speak on this too mm -hmm. as well with, with your own sobriety. Mm -hmm. I just... I. This is just my personal thing, and I'm, I would never take away from somebody's uh, sober journey. Uh, yeah. My ex of eight years uh, is three years sober, and that was the toughest journey for him, mm -hmm. so I will not take that away. But when I don't believe in the sincerity, and when I think it's sensationalist, it makes me sick that they use that platform. Truth. Well, I yeah. heard, I heard, I don't know, I don't even know who this is, but I heard because some people that I know that probably know her, that... Uh, she heard the same day that the Daily Mail that come in that UK was gonna like publish an article about all that. So she just oh, like, so she, she, she just put it on the on the show so to make sure that all the views would come instead of giving them the attention that they were looking for. So I don't I I mean I don't I don't really watch the show, I'm not gonna lie. But I think she that's why she I, I don't know if this is true or not. But well, I think that's, that's why she did it. Because because the, there was an article coming up, so she did it before them. To like make them, yeah. So then, then there's some reality to yeah. that. And Jessica, maybe you can share about your mm -hmm. own personal sure. journey. One of the first interviews that you talked about yeah. uh, being sober, that's kind of a coming out on, it's on your own. It's a very sensitive subject. Yeah. It's a very personal mm -hmm. journey. And it's yeah. not easy, you know? And um, I'm so grateful that I am. It's been two years. Congratulations. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. Wow. Congratulations. Girl. Got it. Yeah. Otherwise, I'd be drinking that bottle right now. Yeah, no, I actually feel bad. No, I don't. People shouldn't feel bad to, to drink in front of me. I actually like it. It's a lot of fun. Well, no, and here's the thing about the show is, you know, we have a lot of sober celebrities, mm -hmm. and I love that they share their story because not all of our listeners are are drinking. And right. there's that life entertainment. Yeah, you can be fabulous entertainment and not be drink. sober. Absolutely, mm -hmm. it's the Definitely. best best thing I ever did. Yeah, it's how I met my fiance. Mm -hmm. I, I love that. Mm -hmm. What was the moment that you're like, I can be public with this? Uh, it took me a while. Um, this is the first time I'm really talking about my sobriety. So it's, I'm kind of nervous about it because it's so, it's so personal to me. But I will are, share are it. Are you okay? Yes. yes. This no, show is I, all about you. Share. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I want to help anyone that's struggling exactly. out there because yeah. it's very difficult to stop. You know, I drank for, you know, God, 15 years nonstop. And it got bad at the end. Because there's also that constant frenetic energy, yeah, and it's like it's self-medicating. It's self-medicating, and yeah. like uh, being around big crowds, you know, having a drink would make me feel more comfortable. So I'm at a point where I'm finally okay with it. But like I said, I'm shy. I know it's weird, but it, like liquid courage always helped me. But then it hurt me at the end because I would black out. I was a blackout drunk. 
Oh. Mm, yeah. Not the best. Not the best. <laughs> Believe me, I And know. I don't know how to fight. And I'm against fights. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I can see Jessica's like, I'm gonna fight. Um, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to fight. That's how I fight. <laughs> uh, well, thank you for sharing your, yeah, your story. Absolutely. Thanks for letting um, me. Entertainment can be a dangerous place. Mm-hmm. If you know how to play hard and work hard, great. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't work for you, then stop. you shift it. It's worth it. Just stop. Well, I know you're getting married in Malibu mm-hmm. to a sexy man named Mikey, even though I've never seen his picture. Are we finding yeah. yet? Wait, we want to see, see Mikey's see. pictures, please. No, that's Danilo. That's my best friend. So he's probably gay. Yes. Okay. Oh. He's my maid of honor. <laughs> oh, I got this question also uh, from another TV <laughs> actress. Her crowd is a lot of uh, gay friends, and so mm-hmm. her fans have have are from the LGBT community. Absolutely, I know you performed at uh, like DragCon. You mm-hmm. performed at so many different prides. Of course, was there that shift where you're like, oh, the gays are like the di- best, fierce, right? <laughs> but do you think that that's limiting? Also, no. be like, okay, no, yeah, yeah. gays are the tastemakers, period. And it's been the best following, and I love I love performing at Prides. It's my favorite thing. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we love you, too. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and I love that you go to every size Pride, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been showing some pictures of your huge Prides, and then uh, this weekend we're going to see the yeah. Cathedral City LGBT Days. So we're going to have fun. We're going to have so, much, have so fun. much fun. Yes. Yeah. Um, did, did we find a picture of her boyfriend? Here. Okay. She's going to show She's going to show us. I'll show that. you guys. I turned off my phone to be professional. Yeah. I sure did Thank not. You. You're welcome. Oh, you're also welcome for that. <laughs> Murray, what's your grinder screen name? I don't have a grinder. I really don't believe that. I don't, I don't believe that. Do you know what? I think it's because Give once, me a one. Because once you start once I will. Once you start giving your like what are you gonna do? You you send one picture out to somebody and they're like, Oh yo, I've seen you on two reality shows, like same with you, like you send it out, no. and, then, and then what? You can never send a dick pic because yeah, it, it, it goes it goes on really good. No, let me not, let no. me say this. Like, I'm like my best my best friend in West Hollywood sent me a screenshot of my grinder profile with people like with pictures and stuff and like conversation and everything that they and I was like, how bored do people have to be to just go and like make probably have conversations with people? Is that the boyfriend? That's my that's my fiance. Okay, you guys, we are gonna see. Jessica's fiance. Oh, he's got long hair. Ooh, oh, he he's blonde. He just cut his hair actually for our engagement photos. Oh, yeah. Look at the look on your face. I'm so. That is not him. manufactured. Look at that. Oh, he's, he's the so best. Sexy. Best thing that has ever happened tall? to me. He's tall. How tall is he? He's like six one. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. He's so amazing in every way. It's the first relationship I've ever had that we don't fight. We get along. We t- if there, if there's any issues, we talk it out. It's it's great. You're adulting, Jessica. I'm adulting. It's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you, honey. Um, what is your creative process in coming up with a song? Oh, well, life experiences. I just I really like I said with music, it's cathartic for me. So I just go into my life and I, I talk about what's going on. You guys, uh, I can't believe we're almost toward the end of our, our end of our show. Um, I want you to hear Jessica's acoustic voice. Aww. You know, we talk about lip syncing, which lip syncing is there for a reason. Uh, it's not all bad, right? Yeah. It's not all bad. <laughs> so when you're putting on a big show, you can't possibly move that way and sing that way. Plus, fans want you to sound a certain way, so 
when you can only lip sync, that's a problem. Right. Um, so I'm going to uh, show a little clip of Jessica's acoustic uh, Daddy's Girl. Which, I haven't seen this in so long. But this song... This song uh, is it, about my father, actually. And it has a... It has, it has a, a huge meaning. Like, And you grow one. up uh, in a Jewish Catholic family. Oh, most, mostly Catholic. My dad's Jewish. Yeah. But I didn't grow up with him. He was nowhere to be found. Oh. And there's Daddy's... Yeah. tell you just listening to that knowing the meaning behind that mm -hmm. is beautiful Thank love you. it it's beautiful i don't even know if my dad's even seen that oh i don't know but whatever it has to be <laughs> you know it has to be uh an interesting feeling yeah yeah it, i haven't i haven't seen that in so long it's bringing up a lot of memories that's why i love writing and, and i love singing is because of that because you just express yourself in s such a deep way you know and I know that being part of the Pussycat Dolls was like the dance and it was about the look. Mm -hmm. You know, the singing was like, what's catchy? What's in what's, right. what's in the little... Uh, we really didn't have a say with the singing. Yeah. And there wasn't this kind of singing. No. And that must we have been so limiting. It was, it was limiting because you couldn't express yourself. And I, I really wanted to express myself. I was As an artist, I was starving. Girl. <laughs> I want you to write a book and I'm going to read it. it. That isn't the works. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> Ooh, wow. Wow. If you want me to do the audio book, I can with my beautiful, sultry voice. Yes. <laughs> can you imagine? I would love that. Um, you guys, uh, please check out more of uh, Jessica. We're going to do a rapid fire, and then you guys are going to tell our viewers and listeners where they can find you. Um, it's such a pleasure meeting you. So nice to meet you. You know how you feel like you know people? Uh, no, I'm actually not. I feel like we're already best <laughs> I know. Yeah. Uh, bum, 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 bum. Okay. Uh, our rapid fire is how we end. You guys have to answer five questions of rapid fire. Oh, uh, it's brought to us by our sponsors, Vista Grande Respo uh, Resort. Uh, Vista what? Vista Grande, Grande. Resort. Okay. Uh, an oasis in the oasis of Palm Springs. 29 rooms over an acre of land with rooms ranging from 250 square feet to the full luxurious full apartment that they put me in when I'm there. Two pools, a lagoon, and a waterfall. In fact, we had Star Trek's Wilson Cruz here uh, last week, and then uh, he texted me. He's like, hey, do you still have that contact? He went and stayed there. had a fabulous time. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner is served. Uh, go to vistagranderesort.com. Also, do you know your bare worth? Using apparel as a tool to lift your spirits and build confidence. They offer tons of fun clothing, accessories, backpacks, even pillows and towels. 
towels for men of every shape and size. Visit them at bearworth.com. We're now doing rapid fire. Oh boy. Who wants to go first? Murray? Oh, sure. Oh, you did this. I know. I was just stirring my drink with oh, my okay. finger. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. Rapid fire with Murray Swanby. If the men of Queer Eye were coming to make you over in one aspect of your life, what would they be helping you make over? Um, ooh, I don't know. That's a good question, right? You know, yeah, I don't know. I guess they would help me make over my... Oh, okay, I got it. Okay. They, could help, they, they could help me like redesign my house because my house, my apartment, like, really isn't that cute. Oh, really? It really isn't. You know what? I like have all these like thoughts and ideas, and then I like do something, and I'm like, mm, that doesn't look good with that. But I already did it, so it's just gonna stay that way. Okay. All right. I thought maybe like for states or something like that, but no. okay. Okay. I crush it at that. Yeah. <laughs> you, you move in <laughs> on your first date. You're like a lesbian. It's like, do we go to U-Haul right now, or like just, what's happening? Do you want to sign a check and go right to U-Haul, yeah, or right. like I don't even think they're open right now. <laughs> always open uh you uh we know about your sex on the beach what is the strangest place you've had relations wait you're just getting all five right to me yeah it's called rapid fire yes oh, shit. okay what was it again sorry uh we know about your sex on the beach on mtv uh reunion part one this thursday uh what is the strangest place you've had relations um okay don't read jessica your, your questions are classy okay. Okay. No, they're oh they're different yeah. questions yeah okay rude okay anyway um <laughs> Driving down the freeway, I was driving, oh my. and my ex-boyfriend was like doing the whole thing, like riding me, and it was a, oh. it was in like through I North know. Dakota, where like North Dakota, the road is straight <laughs> for like nine hundred miles, and you could just the road the, is not the only thing you straight. The, in you North put the Dakota. cruise control on, and you just roll the seat back, and just let it happen. Wow, two bottoms to make a right. Uh -huh, interesting. <laughs> okay. Kiss, Mary, kill. Corey Z, Cheyenne, Pablo Hernandez. Oh wow. This was not for me. Wow. This is. Um, Wow. This is an email that was sent. What what were the, my options with those kiss, three? Kiss, marry, kill. And kiss, we know what kiss kill. actually means. Mm. F, marry, kill. Corey Z, Cheyenne, Pablo Hernandez. I don't even think I can say right now with the reunion coming up. But uh, I'm just... Oh, kiss all of them, fuck. girl. I'm just going well, to... Them them all. Them all. I'm just going to go. fuck them all. How about that? Oh, God. <laughs> and I want to marry none of them, and uh, I want to uh, kill Corey nobody. <laughs> <laughs> it's Corey with a Z, not Corey with an S. It's Corey with an S. Okay. Oh, Murray, this is so fun getting to know you. Uh, part of your body that you would change? Um... I would obviously say my ass because I love a good ass and like I don't work my ass enough because I'm very focused on, you know, like I want this to be better and I want this to be better and I'm never fully satisfied with my body because nobody ever is in the fucking world. That's right. But yeah. my ass I know for sure needs some work and I would love to have it like a little juicy bubble butt. Oh, funny because we see so much of it. Um, well, you'll see some more of it. It's getting better. <laughs> Squats. Like, what? you've had complaints? Like, literally. I mean... Uh, you are getting married to the love of your life. Oh, this is so... And I just found out about your engagement. Uh, you are getting married, and you love him, blah, 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 wedding bells, but he either gains 30 pounds, loses all of his money, or can't have sex anymore. Which one can you absolutely not deal with? Entertainment Tonight, are you listening? These are the I could handle questions. them getting 30 pounds. What are the other two? I don't believe that. I could. Uh, loses all of his Because you know money. then they ain't going to find anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what happened? I'm with just kidding. Okay, what are the other two? 
Loses all of his money. Loses all of his money. Or can't have sex anymore. That's really tough for me, actually. I can't decide. <laughs> Jessica, you're, you're awful next. at rapid fire, by the way. <laughs> Marie, tell our viewers. I can't do and either listeners. one of those. I'm going to need to have both of them. I'm going to need you to have like a little bit of money. Okay, I'll, I'll just deal with the money. We just have to have good sex for the rest of our life. I'll deal with the okay. rest. Right. I'm going to be a housewife. It's like cool Moulin Rouge. Yeah. If they're poor, uh... deal with it. Okay. Tell our viewers and listeners where they can find you. Um, I'm on Instagram on Murray Swanby LA, Twitter Murray Swanby, Facebook forward slash Murray Swanby, anything else forward slash Murray Swanby. And just for fans. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, who wants to go next? You go next. You I'm go next. Okay, I'll go next, but I'm sweating okay, after those go. questions. Up. I'm sweating because <laughs> I have to be. We're not even giving you the same question. Have to be like, so I want her to have no. all those questions. Oh, God, please, no. She's engaged to be married. She's a okay, lady. Okay, uh, most embarrassing song on your playlist? Oh, um, Icky Breaky Heart. Oh, yeah, that's pretty bad. That's pretty bad, right? Mm. Uh, what song are you more than done with singing that you still have to sing? Oh, um, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not like a singing song. It's like, uh, uh, uh. yeah. I was singing it at the gym today, actually. So. No, it, but it's catchy, but it's yeah. not like after hearing your acoustic, like when you want to sing, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, do you have Tourette's or are you singing, don't you? Don't you? Don't you? Uh, your celebrity crush. Oh, um, well, Angelina Jolie. Oh, yes, I love that. Yeah. That She's is amazing. that She's is amazing. a film, a music video, a song, oh, yes. a porn we all want to see. Oh, okay, me too. Yeah. <laughs> Bachelorette <laughs> party, maybe. She's free. She finished uh, filming Maleficent too. Oh, nice. Yeah, I think she'd be into you too. Uh, <laughs> what classic song would you cover and release as uh, a big hit? Mm, classic song? I would love to cover Like a Virgin. Oh, yeah. I would love that. I love Madonna. Good. Mm-hmm. Somebody needs to know. <laughs> like we, but this is what I'm talking about. We loved Madonna, and then now we're like, oh, she's old. I'm like, no, it's Madonna. She said the payment. She is still fierce. She's I would so want fierce. you to do B- Betty Davis eyes. Oh yeah. Yeah. That'd be hot. Mm. Uh, biggest musician pet peeve you have in the recording studio? Um, I don't like when there's a lot of people in the room yeah. when I'm recording. It drives me crazy. Yeah. I hate that. Because you want to be like. I got to be in my zone. Yeah. You know, and people are partying, and I was like, ah, get yeah. out of here. Hmm. So Jessica, don't, yeah. that was your rapid fire. Oh, well, good. I'm not wow. sweating anymore. Wow, Alexander. Why don't you just keep it on? She's about to get married, okay? When you chart at number one billboard, then then you can have. Okay, fair. Yes. Okay, That's fair. fair. Okay. Jessica, tell our fans and our <laughs> listeners where uh, where they can find you. Instagram is I am Jessica Sutta. Facebook is Jessica Sutta, and face uh, Twitter is J underscore Sutta. Because I changed my name for a minute. So I didn't know when it was it Jay. It was Jay Sutta for a minute. Yeah, I and saw. Then I changed it back to Jessica. Okay, yeah. you can do whatever you want, girl. In my book, <laughs> Kurt, don't forget to take some pictures. Okay, uh, JC, are you ready? I, I really need to be so bad. I'm trying. Oh, okay. Uh, well, there's the little cup there. Oh, okay. This is too small. Okay, uh, hurry. Uh, worst question you've been asked during an interview? Um, I our private life and stuff about like double bottom like every time I'm here with you. Yeah. Oh. I didn't ask it. Wow, Alexander. Wait a Again. minute. I didn't ask it. I assumed it. <laughs> Two different things. Okay. <laughs> Strangest thing a fan has said to you? So many stuff. So many. Like, it's like so many. So all kind of pictures, so kind of stuff. Next one. Okay. Uh, you have to say hi to Kurt just so you can get a little, like, picture. Oh, God, I feel so bad for you. What would your superhero uh, strength be? What? Your superhero power be. 
probably uh, invi invisible. Huh? To be invisible? Yeah. Really? Aww, I don't even know why. It's just weird. I'm a whip guy. Next one. Okay. What is your she food really weakness? Because we know that you're into fitness. What is the food weakness that you're like, I'm going to eat this whole thing and I'm not going to feel bad about it? Uh, probably, um, I, I, I'm weird. I like uh, chicken with vegetables, but then I'm in a rush to eat them all, and I really like, want to eat them, but I don't like them, and then I just put it on the blender with milk, and I, I have a chicken milkshake. That's disgusting. It's disgusting, but so it helps. It helps for the, for the abs. Okay. Next one. That is so gross, by the way. That is disgusting. <laughs> I know, like, I know. I actually just ate it before coming here. This is why I don't... <laughs> oh, this is why I don't talk to skinny or fit people. Uh, would you ever be part of a thruple? This is from your uh, fan, by the way. What's a thruple? Like a thruple is when you're, it's not just a threesome, it's when you're in a relationship. Like you live with them, with two other guys. And no, like, no, 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 I'm very monogamous. I oh, could, good. like when I'm single, I could just go get drunk, have random sex, not right now after Big Brother, no, I'm, I'm, I'm a decent guy, but before that. <laughs> Anyways, so, but w if, I, if I get monogamous, it's only without person. Only without person, <laughs> and then once we're done, it's done. Next one. Okay, no, <laughs> that's how you got. Okay, perfect. Although, if you can find a man to stick with you with your chicken noodle I know, soup chicken. Shakes. No, literally, like gay people are just not into monogamous relationship. What's going on in the gay world? Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Why am I thinking what I need to be? Oh my god, he got really nervous. He got so nervous, by the way. Uh huh, he's gonna go home to his like eight husbands. Mormon. Okay, <laughs> where can our listeners viewers find you? I'm dying right now. All right. No, where can they find you? Oh, yeah, JC Munduix all over Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Yeah, oh, later. Or else you can find him in the bathroom because he's about to pee his pants. Yeah. Real fast, uh, big thank you to our guest for today, my guest co-host, JC <laughs> Thank you so much. Kurt, our engineer, Mama Rose in the chat room, our sponsor of District Rider Resort and Bear With Apparel, here TV, and you, our loyal listeners. Share us, tweet us, DM us. Uh, next week, we have Reed Ewing from Modern Family, by the way. Uh, he plays uh, Haley's husband, and he's in the oh, yeah. next two seasons. He came out, and he has body dysmorphia. Somebody yeah. that tall and beautiful has body. So we're going to talk all about that. Uh, we also have, um, oh, <laughs> we have Andrew Christian model Nick Mask is coming here what? to chat about watching, his dating life and more. Um, and then you guys, in two weeks, we have a very special women entertainment episode. We have Marlene Forte, one of the leading uh, Latina actresses, and Alicia Coppola, who's uh, making waves in front of the camera and behind the camera. You guys, thank you so much. See you next thank Tuesday. This has been On the Rocks with Alexander, every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on Universal Broadcasting Network. Find me on Facebook on On the Rocks Radio Show. Tweet me or Instagram me at On the Rocks On Air. See you next Tuesday!